It is 806, and the phone numbers are 866-916-3776. A lot of number sixes there. Play that lucky number six today on your lottery ticket. Good morning. We have John on the line. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing good. You you had a comment about early voting. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I've noticed uh, as long as I've been voting here, and I've been like 40-some years or more in Virginia, Whenever I go in to vote, they ask my name and address, and i got, got to get my full name, including the middle, address, zip code, and they've got a little book there where they mark everything off as the, as the fact that I voted. So if somebody comes in and votes in my name, they have it marked down there who voted, more likely attached to a certain number that it correlates with a ballot that they use the book to vote on. Why, if I can prove myself or who I am when I come in that time and they say, well, you've already voted. Why can't they just delete that previous ballot and say, well, this was a phony ballot? Well, uh, from what I understand, and I, I'm not a poll watcher, so I, I don't I don't know exactly the, uh, how that works, but you have to go through uh, some paperwork to contest that. So whoever you know gets in there first, that vote stands until it's contested. And then it's changed. Was my was my understanding? You would think that would be contested when I come in and prove who I right. am with a driver's license, whatever else, you know. Oh, I know. I mean, sure. it's, it's messed up. There's no doubt about it. And you used to have to provide ID. Right. Well, I mean, we still do at, at where I vote. Do we? Okay. Of course, I, I have it. Was, I thought Northam got rid of that. Well, I, I mean, I I always have mine ready. Right. I so. do too. Um, I don't know. Sir, thank you for calling in this morning. Thanks, John. Appreciate you listening. We appreciate it. Uh, There should absolutely be identification required. I mean, you can't do anything. No, you can't. You can't get a Sam's card without proper identification. In the future and the near future, if you don't have the proper identification, you're not going to be able to fly. Right. You need to have the real ID, Mm -hmm. which I have. So This is when they're going to start pushing the chips. Yep. Oh, you got to have your chip. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll go easy. It's very painless. Uh-huh. We just insert it in your wrist. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's why I told my dogs. Did they didn't buy it either? <laughs> so there is that. Well, how else would we know, buddies? You know. Well, his is a collar. You know what you should have. You should have the song play when it goes off as your as your little notification. Lord, I was born a rambling dog. Yeah, he was. Don't fence me in. That's what his <laughs> needs to be. Uh he he is a he's a lover. I will say we're doing a um a gathering at the house in, in October mm-hmm. and I invited some of Buddy's oh new friends. friends. This mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. From across the way. Okay. So, I, you know, I felt like there was an obligation. Sure. Well, I mean, they want to see Buddy's new digs, see right. the deck and everything. Yeah, what's keeping him from Notice visiting us so the size of the screen, even though my eyes are two-dimensional. Uh-huh. Exactly. I don't see color, but they tell me it is a colored TV. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I and I sit here and I enjoy my home. Uh, but So I, I did invite them to come. They are coming. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, Buddy, we'll be running a uh, a kissing booth for charity oh. that day so <laughs> kisses for everyone that's a great idea i know that's a great he idea. he would give lots of kisses yeah. to everyone yeah. uh turbo the neighborhood dog right um uh his his mom and dad also offered his abilities but i'm you know those are very sloppy kisses okay, i don't know who I, would I want those. back up back up just a little bit okay was this dog named turbo because this dog is a turbo this dog 
because he's a mastiff. Right. And my son said, Turbo, that's a terrible name uh, for him. Because they, they're kind of, you know, big and slow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, really? Because you try stopping him oh, once, yeah. he, once he's on a roll. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So, yeah. Those dogs get momentum. He er- he earns his name. Sure. He's a lover, though. Everybody he? thinks he's all, oh, my gosh. Okay, so, okay. All right, here's the thing. All right, this is weird. This is how my brain works. Kissing booth. Mm-hmm. We're asking you at 434-248-0704 or 866-916-3776. Kissing booth. Which kind of dog would you prefer? Um, In a kissing booth. Because I don't want a mastiff licking me. Buddy's tongue is very velvety. It's not sloppy. So it's It's exfoliating, sort of. Yeah. Well, no, it's velvety. It's not rough. It's not like a cat tongue. Well, velvet does have a little texture. Yeah, it's just velvety. So probably Buddy... Or, um, Rogan is a little, his is, his are a little sloppy because he's still puppy. See, maybe I shouldn't break it down to breeds. Maybe I should say, you know, small, medium or large dog. Oh, okay. Because small dogs, I mean, you know, they can. Okay. But here's the problem with the small dog. I know they lick up your nostrils. They get, yeah, they get, they give you a COVID test. So (laughs) um, that's 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 a great point. Winston, Winston and uh, Baxter both would be like a little too invasive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the old nostril area. Yes, I agree. Now, Buddy will just lick you on the side of the face. All right. um, Or he does like ears. Uh, Okay. So that could be, that could be an issue. Rogan is never satisfied with just a kiss. Uh, Rogan apparently has a fan club. Rogan needs a hug as well. Teresa wants to know, how's Rogan doing? Haven't heard about him in a while. He's beautiful, and he's much calmer now that he's been neutered. Thank you very much. Hmm. St. Bernard, according to Lester. Wow, Wow, Lester, that's a lot of love. That's a face cleaning. It's going to take a lot of love (laughs) to get Lester through the day. (laughs) Yeah, St. Bernard, I don't know that I want to be loved by St. Bernard. (laughs) Anyway, I think he's going to bring in a lot of money for charity. I'm pretty oh, yeah. pretty excited. I'm going to make him a little booth and set him in it. I like it. All right. Here, uh, here is maybe we should do this uh, for our, our charity. We've been talking about the uh, Women's Veterans Association. They've got their burgers and bingo bash. Yeah, that's that coming they're up. going to be doing on the 11th of October. Uh, empowering female veterans. Yep. If you want to know more, you can go online and, and check that out. Um, I think your your ticket gets you your gourmet burger bar, uh, ten rounds of bingo. They're going to be doing uh, some karaoke in between. Whether you're going to let me do the bingo or not, because I'm going to have some fun with it. I think they'll, let you, we I think they'll do let, let you do the bingo. I, I I have no interest in calling bingo. Oh, I love calling. Bingo. I'll be hosting the karaoke section in okay. between games. All right, as we'll be spinning all your favorite tunes. That's right. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We mm-hmm. do love our veterans. We do. And there is a, a new article that is out now that I just, it really breaks my heart a little mm. bit. Um, they say the efforts to prevent military suicide mm. is being plagued by incomplete data and a continued stigma. Mm. Um, efforts to prevent military and veteran suicides has a lack of accurate information failure to understand the root cause of the issues with one study showing the rate of suicide among veterans could be as much as 37 percent higher than the number reported by the department of veterans affairs Mm -hmm. jen satterley is the co-founder and ceo of the all secure foundation 
She says there's no way we can combat veteran suicide without knowing what's causing it, where it's coming from, and what our numbers actually are. The All Secure Foundation has worked to give current and former members of the military who are suffering from trauma and loss resources, guidance about mental health, traveling to multiple military installations across the country, and hosting events aimed at bringing down the troublesome number of military suicides. But their mission to fight for the men and women who have fought for their country is facing a lot of obstacles, including a lack of understanding of just how far-reaching the issue is. That obstacle came into greater focus after a recent study showed the VA could be undercounting veteran suicides by over 30%. That's startling new information to some, but not really to Satterley and her colleagues. She says, part of my advocacy in this area, the veteran space, has been trying to get accurate numbers and reporting. There's been a discrepancy in the numbers for years now, Right. So this is no actual surprise to us as an organization. While the off-sided 22-a-day number has been widely circulated, we've talked about that on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the release of the VA report of 2014, there were multiple flaws in the research. Mm. Overdose numbers were not counted in the statistics. Wow. Communication between the various stakeholders has never been streamlined to provide full accounting. Mm-hmm. She says it's difficult because, as you can imagine, a level of privacy that families want to protect their loved ones. Right, sure. I understand a family might not want to come forward and say this was death by suicide versus saying it was an accidental overdose. According to the author- uh, authors of the study, which was called Operation Deep Dive, there's been a widespread failure to track former service members who took their own lives years after serving. Hmm. They think the difference in the data is likely due to undercounting former service members mm-hmm. and the greater specificity of the descendants' demographics. Yeah. I, we, you know, I know it's hard. Nobody wants to acknowledge right. that someone's committed suicide. I know that's it a is. difficult thing. There's a stigma for the family and, and you know, for friends and stuff. I and mean, I but think it's... just denial... I think people just have trouble, even even without the stigma, just the thought that they would choose to leave them that way is mm-hmm. difficult sure. to accept. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. Um, you have to treat it like an injury, she says, hmm. about uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um we use PTSI, post-traumatic stress injury. Oh, okay. Because we do know that you can see it in brain scans mm-hmm. and that it can be healed. Yeah, I believe that. She said it will take a tremendous pressure off our service members, just that change. It's not a, will, a matter of willpower. It's not a matter of weakness. Mm-hmm. It's an injury that needs to be yes. treated. Yep. Well, I hope that I hope that that's going to those changes are going to take place. The name of the foundation is the All Secure Foundation. If you're interested in finding out more about the work they're doing, maybe they'd be yeah, like to help them. Doing a good work. Mm-hmm, for sure. 818. Hey, get Downtown's coming. It is coming. We're going to talk about it when we come back. All right. We're still looking for people if you want to tell us small, medium, or large, dog. Would a lot you? of people are saying small. Yeah, well, 
Okay. Just be prepared to get licked up your nose. That's all I have to say about that. You found that on the high authority. right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam 6 to 9 a.m dragged a comb across my head well i can't do that right now because i got my hair cut it's pretty short right now actually <laughs> it is pretty which short I, which i kind of like because it's like low maintenance right you know but you have it like have you ever like sheared your head off i i did it on the radio Oh, you did? We raised a certain amount of money for the Christian radio station I used to work for. And if we hit our goal, they were going to shave my head the following Saturday night live on the show I did called Livewire. Okay. And, and they buzzed you. Bill Scott from Z Jam was in town uh-huh. and he shaved my head. Wow. And they were playing, uh, oh, what was it? It was one of the old Newsboys songs and I can't remember which one it was. But anyway, they were playing that song while they... How'd you deal with that? Because um, you, because you like your hair, I do like what's left. Yes, right, very much so. Um, I, I dealt with it. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. And I still. And have... did everybody want to touch your head? I don't know what it is about about bald. Uh, whenever my kids, whenever my boys would buzz their hair mm-hmm. in the summertime, right. because they just, I, they just didn't want to deal with it. Right. Uh, I was always like going up and touching the I, top of their head. I don't remember. Um, I put a hat on pretty quickly. <laughs> that was when I was wearing a hat a lot. Left it on back back in oh, the day. Goodness. So uh, yeah. well, there's some fun headed our way on Saturday, which is a little bit different from the way it's been in the in the past. Right. Uh, Get downtown is going to be taking place on Saturday, October first, from four until nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we haven't had one for two years. Right. Typically, the street festival has been held on Fridays. Right. This year, it's happening on a Saturday. Okay. And uh, they are, have a lot of things planned, including a lot of live performances, mm-hmm. food trucks, activities, uh, and of course a chance to get to know downtown businesses and business owners. Right. Uh, this they're they're doing this so they can have uh, a longer period of, of time to you know uh, okay. have the event. Cool. And um, I, I just I, I hope the weather cooperates. That's the only right. the only thing. Yeah, that it's not like it can be moved inside. No, absolutely. You know, so have you ever been to get downtown? I think we've made it down there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A time or two. For sure. So yeah. we'll see how it does. Just remember that this year it's on Saturday. It is not on a Friday. Okay. So there you go. Well, uh, King Charles, are you getting used to that any more than you were? After the, um, the funeral is over, I really haven't paid any attention. Other well, than maybe Ozzy Osbourne's moving back. Right. Uh, King Charles <laughs> evidently is offering a, a olive branch to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, but not uh, as working royals. Uh, the king's message in his first speech was clear. Okay. He loves Meghan and Harry. Right. But he was also clear that they've chosen a different life. Yeah. 
Well, they've chosen to grow their life overseas in the states. Right. He acknowledged that, and his olive branch was simply, "I love you. You're very much a member of the royal family." Right. Uh, but made it clear you've made your decision what you want to do. Yes. And I support you in that, mm-hmm. but that's your decision. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, and one of the the royal insiders uh, reporters mm-hmm. says that. Um, uh, Megan and Harry have made it very clear it's not a role that they want. Right. So, but at least he was, you know, courteous to them. And yeah, she did. She did request a private audience with him. I wonder if she got that. Oh, with the king. Mm-hmm. Just, she, just her and the king. That's that was my yeah, understanding. I don't think that's going to happen a whole lot. I don't know. I don't know. I know she did. I think maybe she did, William. She did make that request. Right. But. What would you talk about? What do you think? Fly on the wall scenario. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't like her at all. So well, lot, I, I, don't, I don't have don't. a lot of use for her. Yeah. Um, Prince Andrew. That's another name that's been coming up. That's his up. brother, right? That's his, that's his brother. Mm-hmm. Married um, to Fergie for a while. Right, right. And and there for a while was the favorite prince, for yeah. sure. Well, until... Certainly more more popular than, than Charles, but then this whole thing came out. Flights down to Sexy Island. Right, mm-hmm. with his with his ties to that whole yep. Epstein, Epstein mm-hmm. debacle. Yeah, but it didn't hurt Clinton too much. Uh, Bill was d- a regular. No, didn't didn't seem to. No. Um, uh, for Prince Andrew, uh, they're saying his life as a working royal is well and truly over. Mm. Says we won't be seeing very much of him. What does a working royal do when he shows up on the unemployment line? Well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess the busiest working royal was always Prince Charles and Lady Di. Mm-hmm, uh, right. Princess Diana, she was constantly, you know, doing humanitarian sure. things and, yeah. and visits. And mm-hmm. uh, she was probably the hardest working royal yeah, on the, so. uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying they don't believe that Andrew will be any part of the plan for the future of the monarchy. Um, they say he's made it very clear he wants a slimmed down monarchy. Huh. Okay. Focusing on immediate heirs, having his grandchildren, Prince George and Princess Charlotte, as yeah. part of the funeral, they say was very clear okay. message. This right. is the future. Mm-hmm. And um, so, well. this, and this is from the guy um, that, that co-founded True Royalty TV, which I do watch. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little fascinated with okay. the royal right. history. I am. You know, I made a request of you over the weekend. Yes. And I didn't. I I had already loaded Man versus Bee uh, first, so mm-hmm. we didn't get to the other. Um, you know, I have a free week or whatever of uh, BritBox, mm-hmm. and I haven't taken advantage of it yet because while I was waiting for you well, to it's respond, over now. Well, I don't know. I maybe maybe it's no not. no no. It doesn't start when you start watching. It starts when you sign up. Well, I didn't sign up. Oh, okay. No, no. I oh, okay. I found Man versus B. I think on Netflix, and it's what's his name, Mr. Bean. I can't oh, okay. remember the actor's name. It slips in my mind, but it's nine fifteen-minute episodes. And my wife is going, "Why didn't they just make it like an hour and a half special <laughs> or a two-hour special?" Anyway, so it's fifteen-minute episodes, and it's hilarious. Oh, I love Robin I mean, Atkinson. I, mean, I think the, he's hysterical. The um, not as funny as Miranda, but still. well, just what the guy it was mr bean in in a different i guess light but just some of the the special effects and stuff they did it was so cool i mean look one of our one of our um 
must-watch Christmas episodes is Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. We oh, watch okay. it every year. Okay. May have My to kids put that one love in the it. Queue. It's yeah. just it's hysterical. But British humor is very subjective. Oh, it's either you either you really like it mm-hmm. or you really hate it. And the ones I love, I adore. And the ones that I don't like, right. I yell at my TV. So I don't have any middle ground. I got you. With that one. Oh, that makes sense. So there's a little bit of that. So you didn't watch any of the shows I told I, I, you about this no, weekend? No, not this weekend. There's That's always fine. next weekend. All right. There's always um, next weekend. Here, here is uh, some of your weigh in on your dog kissing booth. Okay. Uh, Bill from Penhook says, my Australian shepherd gives great kisses. Okay. Oh, neck kisses. Okay. Okay. Oh, neck kisses. Mm-hmm. Did you see Weighs that? Weighs about 50 pounds. Did you see that picture of the horse that hugged the pregnant mom? Horses are very loving. It, it put its leg around her and yeah. pulled her in. Yeah. They're it, very. Oh, my god. We have a Romeo horse next door. Do you? Yeah. Wow. He'll like, you're like he'll look at you like very white on a Saturday night. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he'll nuzzle you and he's pretty hubba, sweet. Hubba. And then Teresa says <laughs> pit bulls give the best kisses along okay. with golden retrievers. Their tongues are velvety soft and not a lot of slobber. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Tanky was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Okay. All right, now you know. If we're yeah. running a dogging kissing booth, we right. need know what to put in there. That's right. We've helped you out. We've served our purpose today. WDBJ 7's on the way with your local headlines. And we got your forecast very fall-like this week. I'm loving it. Coming up first, CBS News Brief. It's the Morning Jam Monday edition, 831. And currently, we do have 50... Seven degrees in Salem and in Roanoke, 59 in Danville, 58 in Appomattox, 60 in Lynchburg, and 58 in Bedford. Sorry, I stepped out there for just a moment. Uh-huh. News breaks are times that you get to walk around and catch your breath. Sometimes. I took too long of a walk today. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got your uh, local headlines here this morning, mm-hmm. uh, including we uh, were just talking about the uh, National Gas declined streak seems to be uh ending at this point uh the 14 week streak of declining gas prices across the country uh seems to be kind of waning and Mm -hmm. flattening now Mm -hmm. Uh, they say gas prices went up by a penny for the first time in 98 days uh, because of fluctuating oil prices tight supply due to planned and unplanned maintenance work on refineries on the west coast and midwest now the national gas price average is 372 whereas last week it was 367 virginians are still catching a, a bit more of a break today the gas price average is 335 that's five cents cheaper than last week. Mm-hmm. Over at Sam's, it was three oh six, yeah. and when I drove by uh, my my Walmart on the way in today, it's at three fifteen, I believe. Well, my prediction is they'll hold the line till November. <laughs> well, even if they trickle up, you know, penny here, penny there, five cents here, people are still going. Oh man, this is awesome! These it's are not awesome, awesome prices. Well, I mean, we compared to five dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, we we have. Um, but when you realize where we were oh, before well, Bozo took the, well, and he's know. emptied our strategic reserve still. Right. Doing it. Yeah, a little bit of that going on. The word that's important here is strategic reserve. It's there for a reason, not because, you know, he's decided to shut all production or a lot of production down in our own country and then he says oh we're going to buy it from other countries so we're we're still we still need it 
and we're going to get it, but see, we're going to ship it over over the seas and the waters where the chances of a, you know, some kind of a tragic thing happening and then ruining the environment that they're always wanting to save. Something it's like just that. It's so stupid. The 48th annual Virginia 10 Miler took place Saturday morning. People all over the country and the world were participating. One special group, though, uh, that made uh, had a chance to be a part of the fun. Uh, Sophie Brooks is a senior at EC Glass High School and the star of Team Sophie. Uh, she had the chance to run in the race with her family, who was pushing her to victory. Uh, the race was amazing, Brooks said with a smile. Um, and she said she wouldn't run without without Sophie uh, being the inspiration. Of course, Sophie not able to uh, to run, but they pushed her along uh, uh, the the way there. Uh, they had lots of teams who were participating that way this year, and um, and apparently are going to be running a full marathon that's wow. taking place in November. So that's good for them. Kind of cool. Hundreds of cadets could be found swarming D-Day Memorial in Bedford on Saturday. Senior Ethan Miles helped lead the group. It's a time-honored tradition that had to take a little bit of a hit during COVID. Uh, they were able to gather this weekend and uh, just, you know, get a, a different take on history. As, um, as the rat trip, it's called, uh, to the D-Day Memorial has been a tradition since 2002. So... Way to go, guys! Way to keep that uh, keep that thing going. Got to keep the tradition yeah, going. Yeah, you, you really do. I mean, you know, we don't have a whole lot of uh, things that that we can hang on to. This is one of them for sure. Virginia's largest flea mart in Virginia is a must see visit. It's the Shen Valley or Shenandoah Valley Flea Market. It's one of the largest in Virginia. It's in White Post, and uh, it's a short drive from Winchester and Stevens City. Draws thousands a year, and it's a uh, it's indoor and out, 300 vendors total indoor and out. They have an ATM machine, plenty of places to park, and plenty of places uh, to eat, two food trailers, a hot dog stand, ice cream, all kinds of uh, things, and it just looks looks beautiful. It's uh, been going for, for a number of years. It got started uh, in 1985, so that's had a good run. Mm-hmm, I'd say so. Yeah. So uh, we talked about this, I guess it was back in June, maybe okay um the cold case database that the virginia state police started um the publicly available website now uh, is a searchable database that has information and photos and contact information involved in unsolved homicides unidentified persons and missing person cases that have gone unsolved for the at least five years within the commonwealth right both virginia state police and local law enforcement agencies are able to contribute to the database. Mm-hmm. It was established in June, because I remember just talking about it. Uh, since then, they've expanded to include 60 unsolved homicides, missing persons, and unidentified cases from a total of 12 Virginia agencies. State police have also trained and provided website access to 19 local police and sheriff's offices across Virginia. And uh, they're hoping that the database... As a growing tool, more steps will be made across Virginia to kind of bring closures to those unsolved cases. You know, I, I look at something like this, and of course, growing up, there was no such thing as the internet or, right, or right. anything like that. Yeah, they just those things got tucked away in a box and forgotten. Right, and we had a, a murder that took place in Stanton 
okay. Virginia. Mm-hmm. And there was a man in town that had been, I mean, everybody just, they just knew he'd done it. Mm-hmm. They knew, I mean, he was pretty much ostracized oh, wow. from the, the whole, okay. you know, city, county, however. They just, everybody just assumed he did it. They knew he did it. And he was a little odd mm-hmm. for sure. And then uh, there was a confession, a deathbed confession that finally cleared up that whole cleared his murder name case, too. cleared his name, wow. cleared Holy up cow. everything. And I just thought it would make such a good book yeah. or, or movie. I tried to get my friend Diane wow. Fanning interested in telling it. I mean, because right. it has it all. It's got it, everything. It has, huh? it has the betrayal and right. the the you know the sexual relationships and the, wow. like I, like everything it had everything wow in it and uh and i mean that thing went unsolved now, for decades and decades was the con- i'm just curious was the confession a confession i did it not him or i know who did it and it wasn't him it was from the uh the sheriff who knew who had done it and Really? Yeah, I, I mean it's fascinating. Oh it's my a gosh! Fascinating... Well, see, that brings in a whole different oh, dynamic too. Uh, just, yeah, this is this will make a good. Uh, it was so fast. It make a great podcast. I've yeah. thought about it. I have to, uh, have to tell my friend Brianna. Yeah, we're, we're going to try to get her on this week yeah. and, and talk about the podcast that she's been doing for for a little while. I think she's in season three, mm-hmm. kind of following cold cases and things like that. Yeah, so it's, I mean it's pretty pretty interesting things. Uh, we've been talking about uh, a lot about the concerns over just escalating crime mm-hmm. around the country, um, and I had a listener send me a thread off of social media mm-hmm. that was that was pretty interesting. All right. Um, the woman's name was Mia, and she said that her girlfriend called and was in tears. Hmm. She had been at the Walmart on Wards Road. Yeah. And a man in a truck pulled in next to her and just kept staring at her and smiling. Waited until she got out of the car, and she said it felt really weird, but she just went in, did her shopping, and then mm-hmm. when she came out, he was still there, mm-hmm. uh, just staring at her. So she went back and grabbed an employee to walk out with her. When they came out, there were two men waiting by her car. The employee she grabbed to help her walked her to her car, and the guys wouldn't get out of the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, She asked them to move so um, she could get in her car. Mm -hmm. Then they put a buggy in the way so she couldn't back her car out. The employee made them move the buggy out of the way, and she was able to leave. Uh, as she was backing out, they kept waving and smiling at her, just to kind of unnerve her. Yeah. She said, we checked everything. There was nothing on her car. Um, but she said, was asking if anybody else had had situations Similar, like this. Yeah. Apparently, they, there have been oh. some of these situations. Interesting. Um, and uh, at Target. There's been uh, one reported at Target and Home Depot, a white truck mm-hmm. at Home Depot. Uh, guys, if something like this happens, first of all, listen to your gut always. You mm-hmm. always listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and don't engage with these people. And we just talked to Marco on Friday. Mm-hmm. Ladies in particular, pay attention to your surroundings. Yes. And especially if you're a young person, um, if you're young and, and attractive, You've got to be extra careful yeah. because there are people out there who will take you and they mean no good to you. Mm-hmm. 
And if you're uncomfortable, it doesn't matter if you feel stupid, call the police. Right. Because I'm I'm pretty sure if some blue lights had showed up, they would have yeah. made been Scurried on their way. Off. Yeah. Right. So if something makes you feel uncomfortable, then you listen to that that gut. Yeah. For sure. I'm just wondering if it's you know, would have been appropriate to ask like the employee, can you just take a picture of the car? And the, and well, get, I mean, and they've the got they've and, got surveillance. Yeah, true. Well, and the other thing is that's not that employee's job. I know they could really be putting themselves in harm's oh, at way. Risk. Yeah, sure. Especially if they've and then you know, and now get, there's two of them. Get their of tag one. number. Yeah. You know you you've got to be thinking about this kind of thing. Yeah. You've got to be thinking. Yeah. I remember I was doing uh, I was doing an event one time, and it was when I first got into radio, and I think it was was it Cortland was that the name of the place. And they used to have these big sales, mm-hmm. and I was and I was doing um, the event, and I always kept a clipboard with me because I would write down notes, right? So I would know what to talk about in the next, yeah, you know, break. Yeah, sure. And I had this um, couple come up to me, and they were like, "Are you taking our number down? Are you taking our tag number down?" And I was like, "No, do I need to take your tag number down?" <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they had been shoplifting inside oh, really? and they thought I was taking their tag number. Wow. Down, How about that? Which I did after, <laughs> after they said something mm-hmm. that guys, you better, you got to pay attention Yeah, because we yeah. are not immune. Just oh, it's being just, in. It's a different world. Lynchburg, Ozzy Osbourne's leaving the country. Roanoke. Going to Britain where it's safer, I guess. Danville. None of us are immune. Yeah. He says America's getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let that say. That comes in from Iron Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine brought to you by our friends at F&L Market there on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and keeping their prices low so you can keep your prices low. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. We'll tell you how you can do that very shortly. Today's recipe is a delicious fall skillet. It's fig and rosemary glazed skillet chicken. And the best thing about this is you can oven roast some carrots and potatoes right alongside it. And it's so delicious. Preheat your oven to 425. Go ahead and uh, scrub those carrots and potatoes. Toss them in olive oil, a little rosemary, salt and pepper. And go ahead and stick those in that 425 oven. They can be roasting while you prepare this chicken. Uh, it's best to use, I think, bone-in pieces. If you don't like bone-in, you can certainly use boneless. Uh, but I love to use leg quarters for this recipe or thighs and drumsticks with it because it just makes up very well. In a small bowl, you're going to mix together butter and half your garlic, half the rosemary, half the salt, and half the pepper. Place chicken into the cast iron skillet. Rub the butter on the outside of the chicken pieces. Put it in the oven and start roasting it. In the meantime, you're going to whisk together a glaze of uh, balsamic fig preserves and the remainder of the garlic, rosemary, salt, and pepper. Now, this says a balsamic glaze. That just means you take balsamic vinegar and you reduce it down until it gets a little sticky. That's all, right. that's all that means. Okay. Uh, yes, I said sticky. Don't text me. <laughs> uh, pull the chicken out of the oven. You're going to brush, start brushing it with this delicious sauce. Mm-hmm. And then put it back and baste it every 10 minutes or so until the chicken has reached an internal temperature of uh, 165. It takes about 25 minutes, which is about how long the carrots and potatoes take to roast. Okay. So it's a perfect... Gotcha 
pairing. Mm-hmm. You want to see this recipe for the fig and rosemary glazed skillet chicken. It's delicious, perfect for fall. You can find it by going to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by F&L Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh Chesapeake oysters, $22 a pint. Cooked crabs, $2 each from the Chesapeake. Bottom round roast is $3.98 a pound. Cube steak or beef stew is $4.98 for a family pack. And Jimmy D. Bacon, hickory, or applewood is $3.98 for a 12-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. 8.52 here on the Morning Jam. Monday version of the show. If you missed any of it, you can go to our SoundCloud page a little bit later and go to SoundCloud, type in the Morning Jam on VTRN. Begin typing in today's date and it should autofill for you. The way you can go over and listen to our Mind Jam uh, which is in hour one, or you can do just our opening segment. It's called the Morning Jam Eye Opener, the first 20 minutes of the show. Well, if you're a stargazer, mm-hmm. and I, I am, especially where we are, we get oh, really yeah, you great, guys have views. Some great views. Um, you're in for a delight tonight. Jupiter will be in the uh, opposition from the viewpoint of Earth's surface. Um, it will uh, be the best able to see it in 59 years. Huh. That's pretty cool. Closest approach in 59 years. Okay. According to NASA, uh, weather permitting, you can expect to see a spectacular view of the largest planet in our solar system the entire night this evening. Nice. And they say a good pair of binoculars should be enough to get some of the details. Okay. And if you uh, uh, if you want to see the great big red spot on there, mm-hmm. uh, you need a telescope, which we do have one. Oh you! Oh you have one! Oh yeah! I did not know. Well, we have. I have Bryce's. Oh okay. Um, does Bryce still know that? Or? Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, they say the planet's opposition it makes it on. appear larger and brighter. Hmm. Uh, that occurs every thirteen months, but right um, tonight it will make its closest approach, and we'll have that going on. So okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Very nice. I feel I have Dawn of the Age of Aquarius playing in my head. Yeah, well, so do I. Oh, ha. And I was trying to actually get it to, oh, really? <laughs> to come up, but I can't get my, uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Things aren't cooperating right well, now. Well, we know that you are a, a bargain hunter, and we know that you're, okay, hoarder, but um, <sighs> one of your cohorts, your partners in crime, went to an estate sale in Maine. They were looking for a KitchenAid mixer. That's what they okay, wanted. right. What they uh, come away with? They found uh, a bookshelf. Uh, they were looking for a ki- KitchenAid mixture, right. a bookshelf, or vintage clothing. That's what they were looking for. 
Uh, instead, they walked away with a 700-year-old treasure. What? They stumbled upon a framed document hanging on the wall. That story is over. <laughs> no, but I, I was going to just play the intro. Oh, okay. Um, I cut it off when the moon. Okay. <laughs> It's in the seventh house. Um, so it was a framed document, elaborate script in Latin, musical notes, and gold flourishes. A sticker said 1282 A.D. Hmm. Based on what he had seen in manuscripts class at a Colby College, the document looked medieval. Hmm. And it was a bargain at $75. Sure. Academics confirmed the parchment was from the... Bethavus Cathedral in France and dated back to the 13th century. It was used 700 years ago in Roman Catholic worship. Really? An expert on manuscripts said the document first reported to the main monitor could be worth as much as $10,000. And where did they find it? At a yard sale. Oh my God. First of all, who among us pays $75 wow. for anything other than furniture at an estate sale? Well done, you. Huh. He says uh, he has no intention of selling it. Interesting. Going to pass it down, maybe? He likes the history and beauty and the story of how he stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. It's something at the end of the day I knew it was cool. I didn't buy this expecting to sell it. Yeah, 75 bucks. That's not bad. Also, you just got a message saying they're going to send you a hoarding song. For what? Because you're a hoarder. Oh, I'm not a hoarder. Talking to my wife too long. All right. I'm, I'm going to need to see some photos. Carrie, you want to send those to me? I'd like to see some of those photos, please. Some of that beautiful bean You footage. look at the prepper closet that we're building, and you go, you guys are going to last a week. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to last a week. Okay, you might get two weeks out of that bag of rice over there. I mean, you gotta you got to realize... Uh, Mark Lamb is the kind of guy that the day of he get the, getting the advent calendar, like he works through days one through 15, and that's showing restraint. <laughs> i tell you what, we're not Why doing... Why is there no chocolate this year? We are not doing... We went crazy advent. I mean, we went Looney Tune advent you all, last year. You all Not did. doing it this year. You're not doing it this not, year. Might do one thing. Yeah, because last year you had, what, the wine advent? Oh my gosh, we had the wine, the beer, the candy, the cookie... Uh, um, I didn't even know they made that many. There was one other thing. Oh, the dog. Of course, we have to include the dogs. We had at least five going. Oh, the dogs had their own oh, advent. Oh, they had their own advent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Used to, it was just like a little chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, we didn't do one for the cats. They don't care. They don't even care. Even if you gave it to them, they wouldn't care. No. Like, whatever. They would just look at you all snobbish. Yeah. I like doing a advent. Yeah. We may do one thing this year. <laughs> but, okay. We shall see. Yeah. We shall see. All right, guys, don't forget, tomorrow is going to be Come to the Table Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We'd mm-hmm. love for you to participate with that. You we can would. do that by texting us at uh, 434-248-0704. Include your name, your email, where right. you work, and you could win up to 10 box lunches courtesy of Honey Baked Ham and uh, Harvest Baptist Church, where they remind you it is time to be kind. Mm-hmm. We do this because we want people to come together, right. have a conversation. We encourage you, if you win this, to, you know, perhaps sit down and break bread with somebody you normally would not do that with and get to know them better and bring together the uh, the connectivity of community. I forgot two of the advent calendars my wife just reminded me. Family. Okay. We had a cheese one. Wow. And the cats did get their own version. So a so dog, seven. a cat, cheese, beer, beer wine, wine, cookie, cookies, candy. Candy. 
We were guys, celebrating last you year. You guys are like usually so thrifty. Well, with the impending doom and you know the economic <laughs> collapse that's probably coming before the end of the year. No cookie for you. We're cutting it back. <laughs> guys, have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening and joining us here on the Morning Jam. We're glad you're a part of our radio family. We are. Make today awesome. We'll see you Tuesday.